Hi, Clash of Crits is an actual play 5th edition D&D podcast that release new episodes every Sunday. In a world much like your own, actually, it is your own. Three guys on a cruise get pulled into a whirlpool and find themselves lost into the world of D&D, surrounded by chaos and magic. How will they survive? How will they find their loved ones? How will they get home? Find out on the next episode of... Hey, Solly, what are you doing over there on the mic? Hey, get off that thing. You over there talking on that microphone? Come on, Sals. You know how, how they get about messing with stuff. What the hell was he doing? Get off of there. You scaly rat. Hey there, pants people. Do me a favor. Leave us a review wherever you're listening. And when you're done, come back and enjoy the episode. Not here. That's right. Get that shit out of here. Get that music out of here. Cause we're getting to the action right away. No banter. No Oren. We got time for him. It's time for you guys to die. And last time, Mr. Jeremy Wolf, I left you with a ultimatum. And now I want to hear your answer. But first, no, I'm just kidding. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do a quick reminder. Yes. Dresden is under hold person. You have both your characters in one spot here. Dresden is paralyzed, and his brother is coming in. Coming in to strike with two critical hits. As he put it, I'm going to take your eye, and then I'm going to take your head. But as he goes to move, Jules, seeing that the hostage Dresden is holding has been dropped, seeing that uh, Grindy kind of falls to the cobbles, sees that uh, Jamal up top, hey, whoa, hey, ah, no, just thrown to the side as this uh, cloaked, hooded figure is focusing all its attention on holding Dresden in place. The two hostages you can see have been thrown to the side. You have a moment to act. And Jules, misty steps just behind the charging Jessinth, who slides, suddenly feeling this force behind him. And as this moment happens, as time freezes, these three figures in a line, you have a choice. You can give me no buttons and I will attack Dresden twice two crits things will play out the way they were going to play out before you can give me one button and Jessinth will spin around seeing that Jules is up to something not trusting it he's going to strike at Jules twice you can give me two buttons and I will give you a free chance to try to grapple Jessinth a hardened warrior who is probably stronger than you got a third button maybe you can take advantage of that check what, what, I, what, I would you, I would you, give you my button if you wanted to do three, because you're probably going to fail. Probably. I've got a plus one to athletics. Yeah, Jessinth has a plus a lot to athletics. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is everyone doesn't need any buttons. That's not, that's up to Famously you. Famously good that, roller that's, well, well, that's up to you. That's the that's the thing is I I already have a plan for um my button. Okay. Oh. Which will also be pretty clutch. So Hon- honestly, yeah. I I I think we should just roll with Alright, let's do it. I, yeah. This would be easier if somebody gave out more buttons. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. David, I'm giving you two buttons so that I can get a contested grab. Holy shit. On Justin's neck. Okay. Give me those buttons. Holy shit. Here we go. So Jules Misty steps behind Justin, grabs him by the neck. Shit doesn't have to go down like this, Justin. You let the others go. We'll do what you want. But if you don't, your life ends now. You little brat! Let's roll those checks. Your arm goes around him. He's surprised at first, but his arms launch up to grab at yours. He's going to try to pull you off. Would you roll? Would you roll? Would you roll? Would you roll? I'm sitting the DC. It's just a five. For me, it was just an eight. Oh, my God. It was low. Just enough. It was low. Just what? enough. Wait, what? You roll a five on the die. What? No, no, no. No, no, no. What? Oh, you rolled what? a five. Yeah, I was saying... He you rolled an you, eight. Yeah. Eight is higher That's than five. That's just enough. Oh, 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 shit. I thought you meant to use it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, thought it was, I? I thought it was pretty clear. Oh, no. I, it was low, but it was still just enough. <laughs> right. Your comedy is streets ahead of ours. God <laughs> damn it. No, this is all getting cut now. <laughs> Fucking hell. This is stupid. Boom. Arms are yanked off as he spins around. Stand between the two of you. I'm going to put... Let me change the tokens on the map. Dresden, I pushed forward, and the only time you would have had an Oval open to like move in there basically was as he stepped right up. So I'm five foot from Dresden, basically now sandwiched between Jules, who just appeared, and Dresden, who is paralyzed. But you know what? We had three options. You chose to physically attack me when you appeared. So I'm gonna attack Jules. Dresden's not going anywhere. Here we go. My lower attack is a 15 to hit. Did you see your lower attack? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that hits. Okay. So does that mean both hit? Yeah. Oh, geez. yeah. Uh-oh. ruh Shit's about to get real bad. We don't have second backups. <laughs> Might be seeing a lot more of Dresden. I'm really bad at math. Don't look at me like that. I'm- ah, that is a... Hang on. I'm so bad at this right now. Sorry. Okay, no, that is, uh, yes, 17 damage. Oh. As he turns to you, Jules, and <laughs> swipes at you twice, brutal blades, just, just like just cleaving, slashing down in front of you, just cha cha. Um, cuts not vital deep, but deep enough that you can feel the blazing pain and the blood seeping into your clothes. <laughs> you know what? I think I like this even better. Turns back to Dresden. Looks him right in the eyes. Watch, brother. You stand there and watch while I cut your precious prince down. And then I'll kill you. And that's his turn. I really wish I remembered the turn order. Something interesting is going to happen here. Next it's someone else's turn. It's the hostage shakers. <sighs> Before them. Rolling a die. Oh, no. I see what's going to happen. That's actually badass. Before uh, anyone else goes, Jules, you're 
kind of falling back, blood dripping down to the cobbles. Dresden watching, watching, but unable to move, unable to act as Jessen turns towards Jules, getting ready to deliver another blow, just preparing himself. Suddenly from the side, a figure crashes into him. I'm using the shove action, basically, to push Jessen away. As Grindy steps forward, no, 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 no! Um, I actually rolled Grindy, pretty high with no. it. No! Justin just like slides. You, you! Not our prince. Not our hope! And Grindy stands one arm forward, protecting you, Jules. And that's his turn. Nobody you see goes. Crispin, things are going south in there, and you're up. Okay. Crispin can hear that shit's going down. Um, in his direwolf form, he begins to move and as a bonus action goes into a rage. Oh, that's right. Oh my gosh, this guy. So he comes reminiscent to the last time Dresden, or uh, Crispin. Why do I do that so much? It's the inn. <laughs> you guys did it to yourself. Reminiscent to the last time Crispin um, wild-shaped he comes skittering around the corner, goes to the wall that is mechanically only 10 feet away from him, <laughs> and climbs up awesome. the wall. Holy shit. Oh, shit. All right, I'll need an athletics check as part of this move. Yes. Um, and I use the direwolf stats, right? So he, the direwolf has a plus three strength, so I use that, correct? Yes. Okay. Here, I really kind of think is where I need my button. Um, because when, if, if, if Crispin can get up there and attack this cultist, that is going to break the whole person. That's, Damn. that's my justification for why I'm giving David a button. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's similar to the other one. It's like, I think there's like a little pile of rubble at the bottom. You can kind of like get your legs and pounce up, get a good ways up. There are some places you can like really dig your claws into as you rise. Um, yeah, it's going to be the same DC I had in mind before. Okay, and I'm not worried about um, movement because the dire wolf, we're calling it a dire coyote, the dire wolf stat block has um, 50 feet of movement. Holy shit, so, this is cool. That's incredible. All right, two rolls, here we go. The last thing I expected was a dire coyote around the corner. Holy shit, holy shit. First roll was bad, two on the die. Oh my gosh. Uh, the next one's not a lot better. Um, that's an 11. I wanted a DC 10. I was hoping so. Zebulon couldn't hit it. Yeah. But Crispin the Coyote, he got there. All right. You just dig up, pounce, claws, raking, and this figure is like holding uh, his hand out, trying to keep Dresden smiling. And all of a sudden, his his he can't even see you until you're there because he's like on the second floor looking yeah. down, and his vision is cut off by this huge, like, like, like beast, fur and fangs right in his face. I have an argument to make. I'll hear you. Jamal. Yes. Would you classify Jamal as an ally? I'll give you that. Crispin in uh, Dire Coyote form has pack tactics, which oh. give him advantage on attack rolls against a creature if it's at least, um, if at least one of the wolf's allies are within five feet of that creature. So you climb to the top, uh, you, you go to attack, and I think like this cultist stumbles back and all of a sudden Jamal just kind of like you know, I imagine Jules maybe his hands are like tied in front and he just kind of shoulders into the cultist mind like, yeah, yeah, get me a big scary dog guy. Come on, get him. And just like, just like trying to tackle from behind. Uh, 
giving you a slight opportunity to just like move in and mow this guy down. All right, I'm gonna use uh, Bite, which Holy is really shit. the only attack that this dire coyote has. Uh, plus five to hit, let's go for two. 16 was the higher. Uh, 16 will hit. Excellent. Uh, so that's 2d6 plus three. Uh, eight damage total. Um, oh, did you on. add your strength modifier? No, exactly. I just was about to go back to okay. to that page for that reason. I think it's, it's just plus two. I think it's just base plus two. Uh, yes, that's correct. Plus two, so that's ten damage then. Okay. Oh shoot! I let me just show you. I put you on this. I put you on the second map. You're on the upper floor now. Uh, that's the situation on the second floor. If you guys want to take a peek. Okay. Sweet. Okay, so you're like hanging off the edge, like just kind of barely hanging on, swiping out their claws. You know, scratch this guy across the chest. Uh, Jamal kind of hands tied beside you, trying to tackle into him, pushing him against the wall. And uh, absolute chaos on the second floor. <laughs> Here's the question. He did some damage. Fella's still up, but I do need to roll a constitution saving throw to see if I right. keep concentration on hold person. Here we go. To DC 10 right now. With a four on the die. Mm. Holy shit. As this claw rakes into him. Once again, Dresden Kelly, you are saved. It worked. By your new you ally, Crispin. You oh. break free. You have a ready to action. And you have a ready to action. I did. I did. And Jessen, even though he was pushed back, is still five feet away from you. You see Jessen is kind of ready to like cut down Grindy. His eyes turned away. And you know what? Because Grindy came in and did that kind of cool thing and like he uh-huh. rolled well, I'm going to give you advantage in this attack because Jessenth is not looking at you. He's looking at Jules. He's looking at Grindy. And Dresden, you're supposed to be full paralyzed. Right. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. Right. That's generous. Um, okay. That means it's really bad, though, if he's giving us that many. Yeah. Well, my ready to action. Ooh, it's not an attack. Hey, be honest. I'll work with whatever you got. I'm very excited. I'm curious. My curious. Ready. Out of transparency and honesty, my ready to action wasn't an attack. Whoa. Whoa. I have to roll with that. Yeah, right? I think, I think that's you're what supposed to say what the action, what the action is when you're is. writing it, okay. aren't you? I trust you guys. And because I trust you, because you're honest with me, take this button. Nice. Oh, thanks. All right. So do what you were going to do, and we'll we'll play it out. Uh, we'll work with it. Well, because Dresden's, er, Justin's turn is done. He's finished his turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to manifest my echo behind him. Oh, okay. There yeah. you go. That's oh, not bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good move. Yep. But it's not my turn, so I can't take an additional no. action yeah. to attack, which is why I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Right. But that was my ready action. So my echo manifests in a shimmery mist right behind Jessen. So, like, I love this. Beautiful. Dire Coyote attacking from, like, the second story, you know, just through, like, the sort of opening in this broken stone and masonry. Um... And as this kind of happening, we hear these guards screaming. We look down and we see uh, uh, Jessen, this sort of backed up Grindy, one arm up, sort of protecting Jules. Jules bleeding, standing at the ready. Dresden suddenly able to move again, arms like, you know, come down. And whoa, like a shadow, the echo appears behind Jessen. He like kind of backs into it and he looks around. Jessen surrounded on four sides. <laughs> Not like this! And that's going to be the cultists. Rut row. This is where shit gets real. Okay. Spiritual weapon. 
once again, a oh, great spiritual, spiritual horn. Oh, spectral, like just like this curled horn of some demon oh, materializing the air just behind you, on the, you know, just hanging outside of the, the tower and goes to drive itself into your back, Crispin. And I'm guessing it's going to miss. Okay. With a 10. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, which leads me to a question. Um, what do I add for my my armor class bonus here because I'm a barbarian? And does that add on to the Dire Coyote's AC? Because the Dire Coyote has a 14 AC. But Crispin gets a boost because... You get... Oh, uh... I don't I'm, know I'm if that follows for... through on your... Oh, really? Good question, though. Let me check. Okay, so I will say that uh, because when you wild shape, your stats become the stats of the creature. So when it says your armor class equals 10 plus your dex plus your con, mm-hmm. that would be the dex and con of the creature since that's your current stats. So okay, that's you can fine. calculate that. It's, still, it's that. still a plus four then. So would that, that, would that make the AC 18 instead of 14? Uh, it would be 14 because it's 10 plus your dex. Oh, 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 I see, I see. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Then there we are, 14. It's a very interesting uh, query, but I think that's the way we'd go about it, is like just using, just recalculating That makes sense creature. to me. That makes sense to me. Yeah, Sweet. exactly. Okay. So yeah, I miss, uh, you know, that you, you sort of lean your back down and the blade, where the horn just like sweeps by your fur. Um, guy pulls out twisted knife and he moves in to attack you twice with it. And of course he does. Uh, that's one hit with a 15. Okay. And one miss. Seven dice here, but I don't see a d4. Uh, yeah, it looks like you got two d6 there. Oh, this is a d4. Whoa, I've never seen this before. See this? It's a square oh, it's d4. A, huh. Holy shit. What That's a, really cool. Wow. Yeah, okay. two of the edges just can't be rolled. Kitty dice, man. They're cool. They're not that cool, because I only got four damage halved because you're in rage. Nice. Two yep, damage. Exactly. Nice. Sweet. Let's see if my other guy does better as the other figure from the other side of the uh, sort of oh, no. open mouth there. Uh, steps forward on his own sort of flattened, sort of crumbled uh, second-story building or second-story room. And good visual on you. Spiritual weapon again. And this one's going to hit. So another horn <sighs> appears right beside the one, this one, where you dodge the first one. This one drives deep into flesh. I'm also going to make... Oh, yeah, I can't make two attacks. Never mind. So I'll sacred flame at you as well. So we'll do all my things, and then we'll... So I want you to make a deck save while I calculate my damage. Okie doke. Um, that's just a seven for the save. Okay. You take a total of ten damage. Oof. Uh, seven of which is force damage from the uh, horn driving into you, and three of which is uh, radiant damage from the burning fire that lights on your back. This guy just two hands out, starts slinging spells at you. Ouchie mama. And those are not halved. Okay, right. That's Zebulon. Zebulon, you're just you just like went around that corner, uh, turned around the stone, and all this guy was scared, and you just kind of start hearing shit go down all hell hard. Breaks loose. Yeah. He looks at the <clears throat> the um, stone of far speech in his hand. They haven't asked for help. I I have a job to do. And he puts the stone of far speech away in a close pocket, maybe in a breast pocket or something. And he pulls out the recording diamond, starts to record, and moves to the door. I'm going to give you this. We had a lot of, like, talk, a lot of things that just happened there. Um, Zebulon will start this turn out the door. 
Oh. I'm not interested in wasting time on you spending a whole turn moving. Nice. We had a lot of sure. like, nice. time-wise, it just makes sense that you would be already at least at the door after all the talk and shit that just happened right there, you know? Okay. Um, and there's, there's really no sense in drawing this out. I don't know what's going to happen, but he's just going to go for it and open the door. Okay. You move to the back door. As you open the door, muffled sounds inside begin to like uh, just, just grow in, uh, louder and louder. You can hear like uh, voices from sort of farther in the building, uh, basically just, what's happening? What's going on? What do we do? There's just people just yelling. Uh, sounds like people who are in some sort of uh, position of power here. You hear screaming. You hear crying. You look into this one small room about uh, 20 by 20 feet. And you see a single guard turns to the open door that has no one in it. But this guard is like panicked, sword out, and it looks like he was reaching for the knob to open the door behind him. And you hear the screamings coming from that room. So on the south side, this guard's about to make a move. He looks back at the door, but I will say he doesn't see anything, and he turns back to what he's about to do, like opening this room, going in sword drawn to where you know there are people. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Totally. So, um... Zebulon's gonna not let him do that. <laughs> <laughs> what a hero! Um, you caught him in a secret act. Yeah. So, so he's Zebulon's going to move up to him. Uh, as he moves through the door, he's gonna drop the recording diamond. Um, my hope is that it'll continue to record. Um, and because of something that he has, oh, my dual wielder feet, he can um, he can freely draw his. Uh, his swords and uh, go in for two attacks on this baddie. You attack with advantage while you're invisible. But um, after you attack once. I was going to say, the first one probably, yeah. yeah. Alright, so I'm going to roll three attacks. Let's see what hits. Okay, I rolled the first one with advantage. That was an 18 for the first attack. Um, just a 14 for the second. Okay. The first attack does hit. Okay, and the second one does not. Huh? Actually, you know what? I didn't give these guys shields. Um, they both hit. Ooh. Just barely. Oh, excellent. Just barely. All right. Um, and give me just a second. Sorry, I need to check through. Ah, uh, that's right. Yes, rakish audacity. I don't need advantage on the attack roll to get sneak attack damage. Um, if I'm within five feet of an enemy and no creatures are within five feet of it. Oh my gosh, sneak attack on both then? Yeah. Oh shit. That's uh that's how Zebulon gets his uh gets his damage off um being solo out in the battlefield. So I'm going rogue. Yeah. Um do 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 that's 1d8 plus 4 twice then the then the sneak attack is 2d6 so I'll roll my four bone d6 for that. Let's do the rapier damage first. Just realized I'm glad you failed that uh grapple because Jules is still poisoned. So that would have been a wedgie. So that's um, so that's 18 rapier damage. Holy shit. Uh, don't, don't worry oh, about it. Oh, really? This guy is already dead. Holy oh, yeah, shit. I remember these guys were weenies. They're not the strongest. Um, you just cut through this guy's armor like nothing. Uh, describe it. Yeah, this guy, this guy turns to open the door and Zebulon's first swing from invisibility lops his hand right off before it gets to the doorknob. Oh, shit. That's so cool. And then the second one, the guy, 
you know, turns up and looks, is surprised, and Zebulon just puts a slash right across his chest, Oof. and he falls to the floor. Just falls over, and he's got, like, this armor tube. You just rake right into it. Um, blood pouring. He falls to the side. He did not get to reach for the doorknob fully, so the door is still closed, but you hear a sudden advent of screaming on the other side. Oh, boy. Um, I don't think he has anything. I don't think I can open the door this turn, can I? Object interaction, yeah. Oh, okay, great. Sweet. Let's, um, yeah. Let's throw the door open. He's going to step up five more feet and open the door. You open the door. You see there are five hostages in the middle of the room. Their hands are tied. They're sitting on the floor. Um, you see a number of general low city folk, two dwarves, a half orc, human woman, just all looking around, uh, looking terrified, not looking at you, looking at the other side of the room where two doors are slowly be starting to open. You hear a voice on their side just saying like, go, follow orders, take them out. Do as Jessen's commanded. And you hear another bout of screaming from upstairs. Oh, I was going to say that's six, that's six hostages Somewhere on the other Somewhere directly yeah. above you, you hear more shouts of guards, more people. Did you pull that, did you pull that diamond with you? No, I dropped it on the floor. Fuck me. Well, I mean, I'm... I mean, uh, you're still invisible. No, not after attacking. Oh, fuck. It's up to David to decide what direction the diamond has pointed in. But either way, I got to worry about the hostages more than the more than the uh, recording diamonds. So yeah, Zebulon but... steps through the door and he hears this. He takes his two sabers, slaps them out to each side, and a little bit of blood drips off of each one. <laughs> he looks at the hostages and just says, Run out this door behind me, and don't stop until you're safe. Okay. With that, that actually is going to be, now fully getting the turn, the guards who push into the room, but where they were kind of moving in, looking at their eyes go down to the hostages. But then the eyes shoot up towards you, Zebulon. Their swords are out. They see blood dripping from yours. They see the guard post at the other door is gone. And they're going to circle around the room to go after you, running past the helpless hostages. And they can both just reach you. Bring it. All right. Wait, the guards are before? Yes, they haven't actually done anything yet this okay. whole time. Um, I've got my... Uh... My dual wielder feet, my two swords are out, so AC is up to 17. Okay, with flanking bonus, because they bolted each one side of you, <sighs> one of them does hit. The other right. one does miss. Only does uh, four points of damage, unfortunately. All right. With a spear, it comes oh. out. Or a sorry, sword. Uh, I said the spear on the chassis, yes, that sword already. Uh, takes a sword, rakes at you, three points of damage, blood splatters. And uh, you hear above you the sounds of crashing. Um, it sounds like people are crashing against wood. <laughs> Muffled sounds. Get in there! Get in there! Some trouble is happening upstairs, and I, I think you hear like one of the hostages now, this, this half-orc man, just, my wife! My wife! Please! She's up there! Please! Please! Crispin, that's you. Alright, um, that was kind of my plan with Crispin anyways, was to clear the upstairs, so um, Crispin's gonna go in for another um, bite. On this guy, I'm uh, guessing Jamal is still uh, giving me pack tactics. Yeah, I'll give it to you. What's up? I thought Zeb was first in the round. Zeb was first in the round. Something happened here. You're right. Yeah, Zeb was first in the round. 
Crispin's like after Dresden. Crispin got an eight. Cri I don't remember. I don't remember what Cri Zeb got. Crispin's. Crispin's. No, after. you're right. You're right. I think yeah. not have been pressing the tracker uh, or something. Because yeah, you're right. The cool fanatics would have gone. <laughs> I'm like, and it would have been Zeb. I'm like, excuse me. So the guards went early this turn, but they don't. They're gonna skip the turn now. Because it goes. It went goes okay. Zeb and then Dresden. And They'll Jules. be dead. They'll be dead. That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I totally forgot. You're right. Uh, so. The guards have been active at this point, but yes, I, I had the. I, I guess I've been pressing the turn thing, but didn't. Must not have gone through the last few times because it was glowing on the wrong person. Easy fix. Guards skip their next turn. They got to go early because they were, I don't know, more ready than you. They wanted it more. Uh, that's gonna be Dresden Jewels. Crispin, you can have your turn later. Get out of here. <laughs> you worry about one guy and one guy only. Just fucking take him out. So here's the thing. You got flanking bonus. What's the thing? Watch this though. Watch this, though. Flanking bonage. Look at the second paragraph. This is what I'm doing. Okay. Just, just, just roll with it. Okay. Just roll with yeah. it. All What's right. happening? What's happening? What, what's, what is, is that a, can I see that again? Can I see where that came from? Okay. So that'll be, that'll be pretty much his turn. Is that a, is that a bonus? Just listen. No, it's not. What's okay. going on? Okay. No, just, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm trying something different here. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm trying I'm something different here. I just want to see that man dead. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, this may or may not work. I don't know. Of course, I want to see him dead, too. And Your character's life's I, I, I fully intend on... Yes, but just wait. Mm -hmm. So, as a bonus action, Jules is going to cast Bardic Inspiration onto Dresden. Good move. And as an action, Jules is going to cast Minor Illusion. David, I would like you to voice Jessenth screaming, Abort, abort in the courtyard on me now. Holy shit. That's that's pretty fucking good. Okay. I would like you to pair this. Um, I mean, don't, you create a sound yes, or it an can image be somebody's of an object voice. within range. The range is 30 feet. Yes. But the sound would the so the sound, sound is louder than range, but it can be It can be louder, louder soft. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think this is actually totally totally by books. It's I'd like to you, you're, you're, you're weaving this sound out there. I want Jules to make a persuasion check. I'm going to give you advantage because it's really cool, which will counterbalance your poison. So it's a straight roll. Oh, yeah, fair. And okay, so this is going to be, I think... Persuasion? Yes. Okay. This is really, really cool. And I'm going to voice it based on how well your persuasion works. So you're, you're sick. Maybe it doesn't come out like you're kind of trying to create this. Maybe it doesn't sure. come out quite right. That's fair. Yeah. That's and it's, fair. it's an intelligence. That's fair. It's an intelligence roll to to see if it's... Because I'm going to have Zebulon roll against it. Okay. Well, I mean, also, Dresden hasn't gone yet, and he also has the stone. Well, right. But if the guards can hear it, I assume Zebulon can hear it. Right. So oh, that's, I, that's just wanna, I, I just want to I just want to know if Zebulon yeah. can determine whether or not it's actually would that determine because whether he runs down there or not too. Um. Or? Well, no, but I don't know what it's going to okay. determine. I yeah, just want to. Sure. Okay. That is a nineteen on the die <laughs> plus eight, so that is a twenty-seven on persuasion. Ringing out from the courtyard in this perfect. Perfect impression of Justin's voice. Just abort, abort! Everybody to the courtyard on me now! Justin just whips around. What? No, no, what? Uh, he's even kind of flummoxed, like and hearing in this. In that moment, Dresden is taking his turn. Oh shit! And moving up and grabbing Justin. Can I? Can I shut his mouth with my hand? Uh, let's make it a. Let's make it a. Uh, Grapple check. What are we going for, athletics? 
that it? Yes. I'm a little concerned, Jeremy. Why? Because Justin hasn't taken any damage, and you just called his remaining guards to his side. We're trying to keep the hostages safe. Playing like superheroes. This is, I... this is, this is Jules and Dresden. All right. We're trying to keep it. the hostages safe. Advantage on my check. Give me that. Oh, shit. 19. No, I did not. Um, you grab him, shut his mouth. He is grappled. And we zoom very quickly back down into the house, downstairs, as these guards are surrounding Zebulon. You hear another crash of stairs, and then you hear this voice ring out. And immediately you hear footsteps up the stairs, trapping away. The guards facing you. I thought they didn't do get not their move. turn. I'm just saying that they basically, like, they're, they're, they're moving. Okay. They are they are reacting. <clears throat> they, okay. they did get the turn, or just skipping their next turn. Sure, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're aware that this did work on the guards upstairs. Okay. So the guards downstairs are they're engaged. They're gonna kill you okay. first. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, in terms of Dresden's turn, I, I would imagine that what I just did counted as my action. Yes, that's okay. your action. So I'm gonna use action surge. Oh shit. So I can take one additional action on my turn. That one additional action is going to be an attack from my echo. Okay. Now, do I get flanking? You do get flanking, yes. He's fucking surrounded. Yes. So that's just plus two, right? Plus two. Plus two. Um, I, I feel like I ask this every time. Grapple does not add advantage. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was coming. <laughs> Rules is written, and it doesn't. It, it seems strange, but if you were to, like, grapple someone and then push them, like, shove them down, then uh, they cannot get up because their speed is zero. So that's how you can get advantage with it. You Some, kind of someday I'll remember that, and someday we won't have to have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going in for an attack with my Echo. All right. And I do not have that magic shield around me this time. I did not cast Shield of Faith yeah, beforehand. Right. I don't think it would have done anything anyway, because that is a fuck math. Fuck math. Fuck math, right? That's a, that's a 24 to hit. That's going to hit for sure. Damage is 1d8 plus 5. That is a six on the die plus five, so that is eleven for damage. But no, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the eleven damage. Okay. Just ah, screams out, just grabs or tries to scream out, can't quite hand over his mouth, but like blade just rips down his back, still grappled, uh, kind of like you know he's able to move freely his arms and stuff, but he can't move his feet. He cannot okay. uh, get away from you. His speed is zero. Okay. And he's starting to bleed. That's both your turns, which means it's now. Jessen's turn. I didn't know where you were going with that. Um, I didn't my illusion, but I didn't good either. shit. Thank you. Beneath Dresden's hand, he's here. <laughs> As Jessen weaves out with his sword twice at Jules. Still going to make good on that promise. I'm taking out the prince and I'm going to make my brother watch. Well, Jules is going down. Yeah. That is one hit. Seven damage as my sword pokes true. Um, I slashed Jules twice before, and he's just going to, like, try to drive right sort of in the middle of the X kind of thing, right into Jules' abdomen, um, just plunging the blade into flesh. How much did you say? Seven. Okay, Jules is down. Jules slides out the blade, drops in the courtyard. Grindy, no! Just screams out, and that's the last thing Jules hears as he falls into a consciousness. That's all Jessen's going to do. Grindy flies in with his one arm 
and clocks Jessant in the face for one damage. <laughs> Go Grindy. <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll take all single we unarmed, unarmed attack. Literal unarmed attack. I'm sorry. A I'm literal so sorry. single. Uh, just boom. Uh, punches him. Gah! You, you bastard. Just uh, clocks him good. Uh, still standing tall there. With that, it's my guards who are skipping their turn because they already went. And so we're going to move on to Crispin. Crispin. Final. All right. Um, going in for that advantage bite. Uh, good for thing. Good thing for the advantage. That's a twenty-one. That'll hit. All right. So that's a two d six plus three. That's only seven damage. Oh my goodness. Um, I I forgot about this last time. So hand off the chest piece, but. Um, if the target is a creature, it must succeed on a, on a DC 13 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Oh, right. Okay. Plus you get nine damage because you got two more for rage. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Hell yeah. Thank goodness Dave is here to play my character for me. <laughs> what was the DC? 13. 13. Uh, I pass. Just for shits and giggles, give me a second one just to, like, pretend that it was... I would have failed. Damn. <laughs> Shit. All right. I would have failed by one, actually. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, so he just, uh, you, you go to shove him down. He's sort of holding his own against you, barely Man, keeping I his really feet. really want this guy to die. Tearing into him. He looks pretty bad now. Okay. Uh, it's now going to be his turn. So let's make this quick. Two daggers, one spiritual weapon. Make a deck save for me while we're at it. 19 on the deck save. It's a lot of dice for a little turn. Dex save is what? 19. Okay. So I only hit you. Uh, another spiritual weapon comes down. It does hit for uh, very little damage, only four damage force, so not halved. You then take four dagger damage, which will be halved to two, so you take six damage total. My other dagger goes wide of the mark. My sacred flame I shoot at you goes wide of the mark. All right. Second spiritual weapon, wide of the mark. Wow. Okay. Yeah, not great. a great turn for me. Uh, you you managed to dodge around all this. There's projectiles around you. Fire like white fire, black fire burning on you. Uh, these great sort of spiritual horns trying to drive into you. Only one sinks in, just barely uh, grazing your sort of arm, shoulder, ripping into it. Um, you're holding your own just fine. And that's those two cultists. That's Zebulon. Okay. Zebulon looks to his right. Looks to his left. Who's first? <laughs> Does anybody flinch? You know what? Yeah, bloody weapons. Give me a give me an intimidation check. Three on the die plus one. No one flinches. Nobody flinches. <laughs> All right, then I'll choose. <laughs> and uh, he, he swings twice at um, the guard to his right. Ooh, um, seven on the die for a 13 for the first one. The second one was a natural one. A 13 and a one, huh? A 13 and a one. It's two misses. Oh, no, that's really bad. There is really nothing else that I can do, I don't think. <laughs> uh, whoops. <laughs> Yikes, and unfortunately, that is the end of Zebulon's turn. That really, that really sucks. It's rough, yeah. I just, hey, you're still holding their attention, uh, but they're certainly not flinching now. Yeah. 
So everyone tries so hard to be cool, and you do such a good job playing him cool. You just your dice don't follow through. <laughs> I know. Crispin gets all the good rolls. I just I don't get it. It's amazing. It's some sort of fate. It's some the sort universe of fate. wants to shit on Zebulon. Oh hell yeah! Okay, back to Dresden and Jules outside. Okay, so I have I have a minor wedgie that I totally. It didn't, it didn't really fuck anything up, but I totally forgot that uh, my fighting style gives me dueling, so when I am wielding one melee weapon, I get plus two bonus to damage. Oh, hell yeah. So I'm going to remember that going forward, because mm. that could have been 13 damage I'll take the damage. 11. We know what the set number. It's not like we're rolling anything. I'll drop okay. it on my guy. Okay. Uh, fuck. You want to make your death roll first or after with Jules? Dresden is going to shove Jessen as far as he can push him. Turn over to Jules and give him a potion of greater healing. Oh, shit. All right, for a shove action, it's gonna be athletics versus athletics to see if you can push him away. I mean, even if I don't push him away, he's still gonna let go and go down and give it to him. This is just trying to get some distance. Yeah. Okay. That is an 18. Ooh. Um, huh. If you use a shove action, that would be your action and delivering a potion is be? also an action. Right. Yeah. Oh, so the shove would be an action. So you could, um, you can move with him, so you can just get to Jules and do it, but you wouldn't be able to technically okay. shove. I have an idea. Sure. Um, what would it cost to hand the potion to Grindy? Is it possible to do that and hold the grapple? I will call that an object interaction. You can shove him away or hold the grapple and give it to Grindy. Then maybe you can make a move action. Then I can action. make an action. You can make a move action and try to get him away from Jules, because right now he's still within Jules' so, reach. Right, so we have so an So he can still so, attack Jules. Right. But I can also attack him as well. Then. If yeah. I, if object I, if, if object I have, interaction. Does that count as an action? No, that's an object interaction. Then you I can, can still pass attack the potion. Yes. Then you can move action, drag him away, and right. then you can action attack. If you push someone down prone too. Because uh, you can use, you can push them five feet away, or you can push them prone. And since you already have them grappled, right. I wouldn't be able to move or do anything. Basically, I could only like disadvantage, like try to attack you. Okay. Because I won, I won that, didn't I? Eighteen. I'm not telling. Okay. Well, yes, decide. that's what's gonna happen. Grindy, get Jules. And he tosses the potion to Grindy. Grindy snatches out of the air, just like nods to you, and it just goes to work. And as that's happening, I push with an eighteen. And I fail with a one on the die. You got a, nat- a, nat- a natural one? With a natural one, he absolutely goes, Tell and you how, what, I'm giving you a double. I was going to say, and how far, how, far did you, how far did you move? I'm going to say that because I got a natural one, he goes prone and he moves Ooh. five feet, which means he's away from Jules. You move him away five feet. Okay. He's away from Jules. He cannot attack Jules. You, like, throw him over your... I imagine he wants to grab him, and you, like, hand the potion over. Use yeah. all your strength to pivot, twist, drop Just him down. Drop him. He's Suplex grappled. He's yes. restrained. And he's away from Jules and cannot hurt Jules anymore. Right. That is what you get for that natural one. Okay. So... So I basically had him, you twist him around and dropped him between you and the Echo. So now you and the Echo are just standing over him as our Dresden Echo is standing over him as Jules is on the ground, Grindy mm-hmm. turning with a potion to feed it to him. Okay, so. Then that is Dresden's turn. Okay. Je- Jessent is on the ground, uh, just like still bleeding, now grappled, held to the ground, just screeching out, trying to trying to move, trying to do anything he can. Uh, hands still over his mouth, because why not, as both... Dresden and his Echo stand above him. I told you there was another way. It didn't have to be like this. 
Um, now you die. Holy shit. I need Jules to make a death save. It's a fucking two. Whew. So that's one fail. Oh boy, this is rough because now it is Jessen. And he's in a really bad place. Um, oh, this sucks. Okay. I can still attack with this advantage. Okay. I'm going to try to break the grapple. I'm going to try to break the athletics contest. Let's do this thing. 22. Two on the die. <laughs> <face. I'm> so <laughs> oh, shit. I, he's just fully down. You're, you're, you're getting a better grip on him as he's wriggling, trying to get out. Um, his eyes go wide as he realizes that maybe, just maybe, you're telling the truth, and this is the end. With that, Grindy leans over, and Jess's eyes go wide, ballistic, as he watches Grindy pouring the potion in to Jules' mouth. You may roll to heal. Should I roll for once or one at a time? Uh, up to you. you no, go. tell me what to do. <laughs> what, what's the die? Is it's, 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 uh, it's 4d4 plus 4. How many d4s you got in front of you there? Four. Go for it, man. Yeah, go all four. Fuck it. Let's avoid a three-parter. Nice and quick. Got And they're all blessed, too, by the way. Excellent. Everything on here is blessed. Excellent. That's an extra plus one, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's 11 points. Your wound in your chest and your gut just starts to close, and Jules' eyes open, looking up to an old man just smiling down at you. <sighs> Jules... Jules. Grindy, thank you. Show him that they can't kill our hope. And Shit, that- I was trying to think of some <laughs> some epic line. Some cool to say. But it's too late now. All you get is a thank you, Grindy. That's all you, that's all you <laughs> that's get. That's all I get. That's all you get. My brain is so frazzled right now. I don't know which way is up and down. <laughs> it's a lot. This is a, this this is a is yeah, complex combat. Bullshit combat. Let me roll a couple Texans. I'd be on real quick. 17. Good luck, you suckers. Oh, 17. Yeah, no, I actually missed twice. Damn, <laughs> holy shit. Just whoosh, swords go out. You just whoosh, dodge them both. Um, the people in the room are just watching this display. You can hear footsteps above you moving now as guards are cutting towards the stairs. Um, you can hear them start thundering and be down the stairs uh, to the north of you on their way down. Um, you haven't seen a staircase here yet, but you can assume where it is. Yeah, behind hey. me. Yeah, excellent. Uh, hey, excellent. Quick, quick question. Yeah. Have the hostages run? Uh, they're tied up. Fuck. Oh. Okay. And also, you're in the way of the door. That they guess they can start moving the way of the other door. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you can and, move through an alley space. And I guess, yeah. And I guess, yeah. Okay. If, if Justin is down and incapacitated, then, yeah. Okay. We're good. Oh, they're, they're at least shuffling, we'll say, towards the door and trying to like move okay. away from the combat, okay. uh, trying to follow through on what Zebulon said and get as far away as they can. And upstairs, the screaming sounds like it's died down as the figures that were crashing through a door up there are now on their way to the courtyard. Those hostages are. For now, it seems protected. Okay. Crispin, that's you. All right. I need to take this guy out, for the love of God. All right. That's a 21 on his bite. That'll do it. Um, With the um, rage damage, that's 12. Barely. Barely alive as you tear into him. Oh no! He just rips a huge chunk. He's he's, he's like legs are shaking. He's almost falling over. All right, um, DC uh, 13 strength check. Oh yeah. Strength save. Sorry. Absolute fail with a three. Okay, excellent. I'm gonna give you this because this is cool. He's barely alive anyway. Uh, You bite into him 
as he fails that strength uh, check, you toss him over your Yakari's shoulder. He falls down, is going to take 1d6 falling damage. Excellent. All right, I'll, t- I'll take a free... I'll take a free kill. And dies. Excellent. Just, just no! Wilhelm scream. Uh, <laughs> splats in the courtyard below you. Um, all right. Now I want to use um, the Dire Coyote's keen hearing and smell. Um, the Dire Coyote has advantage on wisdom uh, perception checks that rely on hearing or smell. Um, I want to see if what I can glean about what's going on on the second floor. Give me a perception with advantage. See what you got. Damn, just 11. Uh, yeah, you don't know. Okay, then um, with his 50 feet of movement, um, Crispin is going to start to move through the second floor uh, as far as he can get. Put you on that map. Okay, second floor. Um, yeah, this guy totally falls off. Uh, I think Jamal just steps to the side, just like, thank you, dog friend. I'm Jamal. And uh, just move past. You're out of there. Oh. <laughs> uh, so it seems like you can get somewhere in this sort of area. So let's How do you least... open a door? What's it look like? With his teeth? I don't know. <laughs> All right, cool. Can a, can a direwolf open a door with teeth? <laughs> I'm cool if you're cool. I'm good I mean, with it. I mean, yeah. I'd argue that he's big enough to break down a door. Sure. That'd you cool bash too. through the first door, uh, it basically going into another small room. You see a door on each side. Um, the door to the north of where you stand, uh, which basically would enter the hallway where you would be above Zebulon. Uh, mm-hmm. You can hear the sounds of footsteps retreating down that way. Uh, you can hear people sort of like, literally sounds of people just kind of talking and then sort of crying and sort of soft. Okay. Um, give me one sec here. This map, so gorgeous. Once I'll show you the whole thing. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, all right. So I just want to get it out there. Um, on Crispin's next turn, if he can't reach and attack a uh, an enemy, then he will fall out of rage. Okay. I just want to put that out there because it's probably going to happen. And that's the end of his turn. Okay. You have moved away. My cultists can no longer attack you. I have one cultist left. Spiritual weapon. One of them. Flashes out. They're the ones going to zoom down towards Dresden. Oh, that's right. And miss. Dresden, make a deck save. Hey. That's a 19. Uh, fire bursts next to you. You weave out of the way just easily. Um, still grappling. You're like, you're like maybe like roll with Jessenth, and just the fire bursts. The figure up top swears, and you are fine. Uh, Zebulon, that's you. Can you do something this turn? <laughs> yeah, do something, I hope Zebulon. So. Um, yep, Zebulon's just going to attack the same, uh, the same baddie to his right twice. Uh, first was an 18, second was just a 9. Okay, first one hits. Uh, 9 damage. Still up, very oh, injured. Crap, I was afraid of that. Um, give me one quick check to look through my bonus actions here. You know, I can use steady aim on a on a melee attack, too. Yeah, you can. Well, not anymore I can't, because it's the end of my turn. I mean, it's, it'll cost nothing for you to take that self just give me a free second roll on that? Um, you already hit, so just add the sneak attack you would have gotten for steady aim. That just um, cleanly I, fixes it. I can't do sneak attack because I have another creature within five feet of me. Will you have advantage, though, with uh, steady aim? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, okay. So just add your sneak attack die and see if that'll finish him. 
because it's a really easy fix. So it's like, you know, I'm cool with going back and redoing, you know, fixing a turn up if it's a real simple fix like that, you know? Sure, it's yeah. It's like, add another die of damage. Why not? You know? Um, it well, it's, it's 2d6 damage. Hell yeah. So. See if you can get him. First one was a six. He's dead. Okay, sweet. Oh. Excellent then. Fuck yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah in actuality. Right. Okay. You, so it's one of those things you cut him and he's all like, <laughs> I'm still, and they just falls and in half. Then exactly. <laughs> and then like <laughs> anime blood starts to squirt out of his wound. <laughs> that sound it always makes. You turn towards the other guy, and this time he flinches. <laughs> uh, Jules and Dresden, back to the middle of the courtyard with you. Okay, so as a bonus action, Jules is going to cast Bardic Inspiration onto himself. Now remind me about the poison. Because I'm get, I keep getting those mixed up. Uh, so disadvantage on attack rolls. On attack rolls, okay. And checks, ability checks. Okay. You also have advantage so, against Jessenth right now, so it'd be it would right, break so even. Right, so it'd be it would break even. Yep. Okay. So question: When a spell requires a melee attack roll, do I get the unarmed strike plus two? Uh, it would be your spell attack bonus. Holy shit! Seriously? Yeah. Holy shit. It just means that you have to you have to hit them with an attack in melee right. range, but you get your spell attack bonus, so it's pretty good. Holy shit. It's pretty good. Holy shit. You have a big ass charisma number. You're Kill. a suave motherfucker. Holy shit. Kill this man. <laughs> Holy shit. Kill this man. Jules. And very slowly, in badass fashion, walks up to where Jessen is being held down. Holy shit. And kneels on one knee. Who's fucked now? <laughs> oh, shit. And with Jessenth looking at Jules, Jules removes his glove. Oh, no, he doesn't have the glove anymore. Oh, that's right, yeah. Just- so actually, so Jules is going to just lean his hand down in front of Jessenth's face, wiggle his fingers a little bit, place his hand over Jessenth's eyes, <laughs> and cast Inflict Wounds. Okay. Going for it. Go for it. Damn. I'm fucking going for Take it. Take a flanking bonus. Next is the no no zone. Seriously? Guys surrounded, yeah, you can easily slot in. That's a plus eight on this. Ooh boy. Holy shit. Get him. Advantage. Don't oh, no. roll. Not because low. yeah. No, it's straight. Yep. Good catch. Jeremy, don't roll low. You rolled low. <laughs> I'm also gonna use my bardic inspiration die though. Ooh. Don't tell him what it is yet. Don't tell him what it is yet. Of course, I don't. Might, I don't think it matters. I don't think. It, I think uh, yeah, I, think I wouldn't waste fucked. it. I wouldn't waste it. Well, no, I'm just also thinking that that's probably doesn't matter what well, right, bonuses exactly. I have. Yeah. Whoops. Whoops. It's a natural one. <gasps> I'm not even looking at his face because a I know what his face is. Natural one on inflict wounds. Yeah, that's the worst thing I could possibly get with inflict wounds. That's really bad. Jules. That's really bad. Reaches down. And in this moment, filled with hate, filled with yeah. hate. Which is very fitting because of what I just said. You reach down. He's been waiting for this for weeks. I told you not to roll low. Tell the dice that, okay? <sighs> Your hand presses down on him. He's screaming out. So, And in this moment, in this moment of pure darkness, in this moment of pure, just vindictive rage, pain, blazes through your body and we are having a three-parter because we'll call it there oh my god 